expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning. Good morning, fashion friends. Welcome to Fashion Friday. Okay, so New York Fashion Week is currently happening. Actually, just wrapped up. The fashion train has moved on to London. New York Fashion Week basically opens the season of Global Fashion Month, as I like to call it. (laughs) I'm calling it that. Um, And I love that New York is first. It it wasn't always first, by the way. Many years ago, it was not. Um, I believe London was first. I think London was first. And then the New York designers were last, and they had to go after Paris Fashion Week, which is always very frothy, as you can imagine, very uh, glamorous and very over the top. So I don't know who made that choice or when it happened. I just know it eventually happened. And now they kind of put them first in the beginning of the calendar month of of February and September. And so I kind of like that that happens. I don't know, maybe I guess because I live here and I get to go. But (laughs) I did go to a few things. I didn't go to as many shows and presentations as I normally do. Um, Different different reasons, and um, but I did go to a few. I'll talk about some of my favorites. Um, one of my favorites was Tori Birch, and I always like to talk about her because she's you know he has a store here on the avenue, and I have to say, for the past few seasons, I really really have become a huge fan of her collection um I never wasn't a fan it just wasn't really I don't particularly love logo a lot of logos and so I'm not that customer but I am the customer that shops her higher end line her collection you know a few pieces here and there um they are pieces that I will invest in because they're first of all designed beautifully and then they're made well of course um so I personally like to go make a trip down to the flagship store in Soho which is new and it's absolutely gorgeous worth the trip anything that gets me to go downtown like you know past 52nd street it's got to be worth it so it's worth it because I don't really like to go downtown (laughs) too chaotic um anyway her show was phenomenal as always I really loved the silhouettes they were extremely tailored and uh very feminine I think my favorite pieces were the uh dresses that I saw there was uh this sort of very fluid looking I'm not sure if it was like a jersey material or what it was but it's fluid looking dress so full length maxi dress really fitted on the top. So picture a fitted turtleneck with kind of a zip up the front, like up the front of the neck, sort of a mock collar, and almost looked like scuba wear. Very fitted, long sleeves, fitted through the bodice and the waist, and then from the waist or like hip area, it flared out. A really beautiful, flowy, flary dress, and it was like really flowy as the model walked, and it went all the way to her ankles. And it was printed, and it came in lots of different prints, and then they styled it with these huge, huge belts that looked very equestrian looking, almost looked like a 
corset style slash OB, I don't know, like a really wide leather belt that looked equestrian to me. The shape of it reminded me of like a saddle. Um, And that's right up my street, of course. So I just loved, and they came in several different patterns. And then the final dress was this sort of shimmery, almost like a, it looked like fishnet with shimmer on it. I know that sounds odd, but it it was beautiful. Um, It didn't look like anything Tori Birch has ever done. Um, and so I loved it. It was a bit of a bit of a love letter to the city, which is kind of a, you know, popular thing to do with designers. And uh, I thought the show was really wonderful. Uh, another show, I went to a presentation called La Agence. This is a brand that is carried, uh, they've been around for a little while. I know it's carried in uh, places like Saks Fifth Avenue. They carry this line. I do like this line quite a bit. Um, and the uh, presentation was a little bit on the smaller side. So basically what happens at a presentation is you get the invite, you go to the location, they let you know where the location is because they're all over the city. There's not like one specific location. Um, so this particular one was at the Bowery Hotel. Once again, I had to go downtown. <laughs> I actually said that to my friend. I said, you know, this better be good if this is getting me to go downtown. So, and it was. Went in, did see a lot of um, uh, celebrities and influencers, saw lots of people from that, you know, are famous on social media um, and so on. And then, so you go in and it's basically a room where the models are kind of just standing around in little vignettes. So, and there's, you know, a theme, of course, there's music playing, there's lots of, there's basically like a huge set that's built or sets that are built. And uh, they're kind of standing and you can walk pretty close to them. You can kind of walk, sometimes you can walk around them. Sometimes you can just see them from the front, depends on the theme and the set. And, you know, you can kind of look at them as long as you want, you know, and you can, people usually chat, people are taking pictures and video, but you can get up close and personal. And the models are kind of standing, they move a little bit, obviously, they're not stiff like a mannequin. But, you know, and every now and then you see a, uh, an assistant or somebody come with water and give them a sip of water because they're standing for, it's usually about a three to four hour window presentation. So it gives people enough time to kind of come and go and the crowd is usually flowing. Um, But the models are standing there, right? So they're standing, they're dressed in lots of layers, and they're usually under really hot lights. So, yeah, I've I've actually seen models faint during presentations, you know, because whatever. Now we're talking very tall, very thin don't know what their diet may or may not be. <laughs> and they're standing for, you know, three, four hours under really hot lights and a ton of makeup and hair and all that. You know, it's not the easiest condition. However, they look beautiful. And so, uh, you know, there's something to be said. Now, I like both venues or both um, situations for different reasons. I like a presentation because, again, it's just that. You can kind of go on your own time. It says, you know, 3 to 6. I know, oh, it fits into my schedule at 4 o'clock to go. Great. I can run in. You know, I can be in there for five minutes. I can be in there for two hours, whatever it may be, which is kind of nice. And this particular presentation, they actually had a – you had to walk through a bar area. So the bar was doing – it was an open bar, but they were doing like three different kind of cocktails. It wasn't like open, open. But it was nice. It kind of went with the theme and then the cocktails had names. So you could get a cocktail or some water. And then you walk down a hallway that was lit with all of these candles, really big, big, big candles um, on the floor like in hurricane glasses and it kind of led the path to the room where the presentation was where the models were so it was really cool set's kind of 
all about the ambiance. And uh, yeah, that was the presentation. So switching gears, I then, I think the last day, my last show was Wednesday, yeah, and I went to Spring Studios, which is a venue where a lot of shows are held. So even though there's a lot all throughout the city, some are held in Brooklyn, there is sort of like a couple little hubs where a lot of shows can be shown. So this was a full runway show. And this, I, you know, I sat there, it was the last day, it was my last show, I'm usually pretty exhausted by then, and... You know, it takes a lot to impress me because I'm just tired at that point, by that point. And this designer, her name is Claudia Lee. I think in time, um, you know, she's not – she hasn't been around that long, but I think in time everyone will know her name. She's incredibly talented, um, and I loved her show. Her, th- her show is exactly what I needed at that moment. It was very um, frothy and very girly and very over-the-top – Big, huge puff sleeves, dresses that were printed, flowers, and uh, what else did I see? I, you know, I put a lot of it on my social media. Um, there was a lot of uh, very light fabric, um, kind of sheer almost. Then there were dresses that looked like they had big crenlins underneath them. I mean, there, it was really a quite animated, I must say. But a lot of it, like I looked at it and I thought, I, in fact, I leaned to my friend at one point and I said, oh, I would wear that. You know, so it still looked wearable, most of it, not all, but most of it looked wearable. And you knew, okay, obviously I'm not going to wear a big giant crinoline, but I would maybe wear that print or that print in a jacket form or whatever. It was still really super relatable. And um, I don't know, there's just something about the the energy of a runway. It's like nothing else, you know, and it's uh, it's building, it's building, you're coming in, you're sitting down, you're, you have assigned seats, so you check in, they give you a wristband, of course they're checking, they're checking all vaccination cards and all that stuff, and uh, doing it pretty, they've got it down pat now, I have to say, pretty safe, or at least I felt safe, um, of in terms of that. And um, then you kind of go in and there's sections. It's very clearly marked, you know, B23 is your seat. And it's clearly marked where you're sitting. Um, It's always different types of seating. Sometimes it's circular. Sometimes it's straight. Sometimes the runway is rounded. Sometimes, you know, they could walk in any configuration. And then you see usually they peel back the plastic that's on the runway. Usually the runway is covered in something. Uh, yeah, to whatever, and then they peel it back. The lights dim. You get excited. The music turns up. There's a slew at the very end of the runway. There's just a huge slew of uh, photographers, which is always my favorite thing. I always take a picture of them. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I take pictures of models too, of course, but I always turn and take a picture of them just because I think it's cool. You know, it's like what they're doing, and they themselves look like art to me. You know, because they're in this big cluster. And some are squatting down. They almost look like they're posing. Some got these big long lenses. Some don't. Some got a tripod. Some are standing. Some are leaning. It's a scene. I'll tell you. It's a scene. So then the music starts. Models come out. It's maybe 20, 30, maximum 40 looks. It's not a lot, okay? And it could be like eight minutes. It could be 10 minutes. It could be – it's not very long. It literally is like, oh, it's over. Boom. It's over. Um and then the end comes, last model, model comes out, and then usually there's a finale walk, and all of the models come out and walk one more time, and then the designer kind of comes out and takes their bow. And so that's how it is. But there's just something about the 
energy of it, you know, this like, I don't know, I can't even explain it. You have to experience it at least once in your life when it's, you know, professional models that just, that all look very different, which is also great now because there's so much more inclusion in the the model, finally, in the fashion world, right? We're getting better. Um, so it's really cool to, to look at the actual models. Like, oh, wow, she, you know, there's more curvy girls now, and there's girls of all different races and ethnic backgrounds, which is wonderful. Um, but just to see how the clothes look, I like it. Like, oh, that looks really good on her. She's got super dark skin. Or that looks great on her. She's got alabaster skin. I look at things like that. And, again, it's not just – it makes it, again, more relatable. I've seen a couple of shows done. Um, I think they both were done at Lord & Taylor in Stanford at, uh, many years ago. Okay. And uh, it was just like that. And I thought to myself, well, because it's Lord & Taylor, that's why it was so short. Now I'm hearing you say that's kind of normal. Yeah. They no. get over with quick. Yeah. So I guess I saw a typical fashion show. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think probably the biggest difference is, um, you know, if it was at Lord & Taylor, obviously they were showing – the clothes that they sell at that store, and you'll get a more varied uh, runway show. So you'll see different things from different brands. Hmm. When you go to a fashion show at Fashion Week, it's more concentrated because it's just one designer, uh-huh. and this is the, the this is sort of their vision. You know, not necessarily what you're going to see in stores, which I also like. I mean, you might some of it you will, but you know, remember it's uh, the. The designer's dreams or vision that we're seeing, it then has – then they take appointments after the show. It's still kind of – Fashion Week still happens. So editors have to book appointments and um, buyers have to uh, – editors, buyers have to book appointments. They actually have to buy the stuff and place the orders. That's mm. the other half of it because the show could be great, but now there needs to be orders placed to buy the merchandise. And so – Different people go in with different agendas. A buyer from Saks Fifth Avenue may go in and say, hey, this girl in particular, Claudia Lee, I loved that dress, but that's not the Saks buyer. I need that in uh, you know, a skirt version. You did it in a ball gown, but I need it in a skirt. Oh, so they and even, they will tweak it, yes. They even at that point will adjust the yes. design. So it may be couture. But they can make a ready-to-wear version already. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it will all become ready-to-wear oh, eventually. Yeah, okay. There's actually a separate uh, week for just couture, and it's called Couture Week. I, I think believe that happens in July, yeah, or January. Um, so, yeah, so all of it becomes ready-to-wear. It's just the tweaking of it. And then, you know, the buyer from, let's say, Nordstrom may go in and say, okay, I love that dress as is on the runway, you know, I'll order X amount of them. Or somebody will say, well, I like that, but that's not our customer because, you know, my, maybe it's a boutique owner. And she says, well, I only have three boutiques and they're all in Southern California. So my customer is not going to wear the tweed jacket in Southern California. Right. So can I have that done? And, you know, they don't change. It's not like they're redesigning it, but there's tweaks that could be made. You know, I'll just buy the shorts version of that or the shorter skirt of that, but not the heavy jacket. And so on so then orders get placed um and then the stuff has to be made so that's why they're showing you know what i just saw they were showing was for um fall of 2022 so um yeah then months go by it gets made it then gets shipped to the stores and then that's why it lands in july and we start to see fall in july and august so it's you know now is when it's all happening all the logistics of it will happen so yeah it's pretty interesting when you know like all of the workings of it and how it, the puzzle pieces fall into place i will say 
All right, I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, let's talk trendy. That's going to be my segment. I'm going to talk about spring trends that are available to shop now. You won't want to miss this on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, so we're talking about Fashion Week that has just happened. And uh, currently, London Fashion Week is happening as we speak. And then it moves on to Milan. And then the week after that, it wraps up with Paris, which I've never been to. I mean, I've been to Paris, but I've never been to Paris Fashion Week. You know, that's where the Summer Olympics is going to be this year. Yes, I know. How Mm, exciting. I know. Now that, I'm, yes, I'm really, really excited about. Well, I'm already dreaming of what the opening ceremony outfits will be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, um, speaking of, I don't, the closing ceremonies, I guess I have to watch that for the outfits too. I don't know, I'm kind of over at this point. I've been to Fashion Week now. It's kind of hard to watch anything else now in terms of fashion. You get spoiled. Um, But nonetheless, it's February and soon... Spring is right around the corner. I know lots of people are kind of itching for spring fashion. So I thought I'd talk about some good spring trends that you can shop now. Kind of give you a little distraction from the colder temperatures. Or maybe you're heading somewhere warm on spring break or some vacation. I think sometimes spring and summer fashion are kind of like an instant mood lifter. At least for me they are. Um, You know, it depends on color. And fabric for me, but um, not that fall fashion isn't, because it's interesting. When we're in summer, I really look forward to fall fashion, but it's I wouldn't say it's a mood lifter. I, I feel that's more about the layering and the coziness of it. So I guess that's mood, different, different kind of mood. Yeah. So anyway, here are a couple of things I've been seeing throughout. These are more a little bit more general trends, let's call them, but I think worth... Um, buying or just going through your closet. You know, I always say shop your closet first. So first thing I've noticed is this sort of romantic core meets 60s era glamour aesthetic. (laughs) That's a lot. I know that was a lot. Um, You know, which I am loving. So I think this really is what has emerged from certain designer collections. So what I mean by that is lots of super duper floral, lots of bubble hems. Remember the bubble hem skirt from years ago? Um, A lot of ladylike suiting. Um, I think these are things you can certainly wear now. You can definitely wear florals all year round. Uh, Again, it depends on the fabric. So you're not going to wear a light linen dress in January, but you can wear – I just bought a floral suit, by the way. So the background is black. The suit is black, and then it's floral on top of that. So I call that dark floral. Um, 
Definitely a suit I could wear all year round, no question. I probably, or I will say 10 months out of the year, probably wouldn't wear it in those, you know, scorching uh, 95 degree humid weather days, but um, it's certainly, I could get a lot of use out of it. So lots of floral I've been seeing, and I love that, I think. And anything ladylike, I love. I love ladylike suiting. Why? It's feminine, but it's suiting that's structured. So it's cut for a woman. Yes, Bob, I see. Do you, did you have a so comment? So what do you think of Minnie Mouse's new outfit? I didn't see it. Oh. Oh, she has a new outfit? She's wearing a, a suit. Oh. All right. Oh, Well, okay. but you have to see it because okay. my complaint about it. Now, everybody else doesn't like it, I think, just because it's a suit. Okay. At least that's the, the complaints we've been hearing. But I don't like the color. It's a dark blue with black stripes. Dark? Oh. I'm... Yeah. I, I, I was like, that's just a terrible color. Okay. This is supposed to be her official new outfit. I was oh, like, oh, please. Well, I have to say, I'm a fan of the old. Okay, I just. Oh, I see it. I just Googled it, by the uh-huh. way. I see it. Okay. My initial thought is well, this. You're faster than that, Google. I am. You know how many times I have to Google something for oh, someone? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, my thought is this I'm a traditionalist. I love mm. the polka dots. Mm-hmm. It's fun. She's a girl. She's got a giant bow in her hair. I mean, polka dots screams girly girl, yeah. right? But I'm not opposed to change. So, the new outfit. Is also polka dot, but you're right. Oh, there's it's, another one that's polka dot. Okay. Yeah, but it's blue and black. I'm oh, seeing. Okay. I'm seeing this. Oh, all that's right. What you saw? Yeah, I guess I did. I think I saw black stripes. Uh, now they got black dots. Okay. May, well, there's. It looks like there's some stripes in there as well. Oh. So you're right. There's yeah. There's stripes. Some stripes in there. Um. Yeah, I don't love it. Mm. I wouldn't mind it if it was just a different color. So that's exactly I, the way I, I felt. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's quite dark, like blue and black. Yeah. It could have just been any any other color. It could have been red and white, why you know, or yeah. pink and green. I don't know. I mean, sh- yeah. Uh, so I agree with you on that one. And why, and why does she have to have a suit? Is she more professional? I, <laughs> is she going to the office? Yeah, maybe take her more seriously. Uh, I don't she's know. Minnie Mouse. <laughs> yeah. She's a mouse. Yeah. Okay. But representative of women in general. Okay. I think this is what all right. know, tends oh, to happen. Oh, I, okay, got it, yeah. got it, got it. I see where they're going. All right, well, yeah, all right, that's fine. I don't mind them changing her outfit, but you're <laughs> right. I don't like the dark color. Yeah. All right, well... Thank you for telling me that. Who knew? <laughs> Minnie has it. I'm going to talk about that now. Did you know Minnie, Minnie Mouse has a new look? What do you think of it? I love it. All right. Uh, back to my list. Also, what I've been seeing of platform shoes. Now, you all know where I stand about this. If you listen to the show at all, you know I don't even need to explain. This is First of all, it's not a trend. This should just be a staple. You need at least one mm. pair in your closet. And platforms are... <laughs> really could be, you know, half an inch. They could be five inches. It really depends on. So there's some variation there. They could be, yeah, they could be, well, uh, I believe it's YSL. And uh, I've seen a couple of designers this season have shown gigantic platforms, even platforms too high for me, if there's such a thing. There is. Um, So having said that, I love them. You know, I I just think... um, I think even flip-flops have been given a boost. I've seen, you know, I, I say that. Even flip-flops have a little bit of a little, little platform under. I own a pair, I, and I love them, and those are the ones I wear to the beach. <laughs> That's it. Or my pedicure. 
Sorry. Also, fringe details I've been seeing everywhere. So again, another detail that I don't think is really trendy, but if we're seeing more of it, great. It becomes more accessible. So fringe basically on skirts, on jackets, on dresses. It's fun. It's mo- there's, it creates movement. I mean, if, you've, if you're a, a girl, it doesn't matter if you're a girly girl or you like more masculine. If you put on a skirt, let's say, and it's got just even just a little fringe on the hem on the bottom – I'm telling you, you you immediately start twisting and moving around. It's fun. You know, it's really, even if it's not your style, even if it's a leather jacket, I'm thinking of like the Western-y kind of leather jackets with the fringe on the sleeves. Remember those? Even something like that. So it doesn't have to be necessarily super feminine. I've heard a lot of women say they love, well, a lot of women. I know one other woman in, in my life that loves fringe. Yes. She always Yes, loves it's fun because it's movement and it yeah. moves around and it could be done in many different ways. Like I said, mm. it could be Western, it could be girly, it could be flappers, 20s, it could be, you know, done. So um, fringe details. Also on my list, bold, bright colors. They're back. Very mega saturated hues from head to toe. This is the trend. So I think that that's a great way to start I think it's a great way to start if you're if you want to try this trend, start it with swimwear. I think this is great. So if you're getting a bold color swimsuit, get the cover up, you know, get or get the dress that kind of goes with it, and that's a way to kind of dip your toe, pun intended, into this sort of bold, bold color, all one color trend. I think that's a great because it's a swimsuit. It's not as committed as to let's say a suit. Um, also on my list, drapey silhouettes. So this goes back to sort of that romance look. Um, think very sort of Grecian, but done in a more modern way. Um, this is perfect. So dresses, this, again, this could be a wide range. Very drapey. This is perfect for wedding season coming up. Um, again, it's very Grecian inspired. Very drapey. Drapey done well is beautiful. Drapey done wrong is a mess. So you want to spend, a, if you're looking for this style, dress this suits you you want to make sure it fits really well and it's draping in the right place here's my stylist tip draping adds volume so think about that oh is that you think about it's fabric that is draped and it's extra fabric it's not fitted it's the opposite of fitted so it's going to add volume so don't put draping where you don't want to add volume (laughs) it's simple as that so that's my very good very good a plus stylist tip um is to be careful about the silhouette but it can be really beautifully done if you think about you know greasing statue the way it drapes down um so those are a couple of things oh and then maxi hemlines was last on my list very very long floor sweeping dresses and skirts this is something you could wear now you could wear it with tights underneath and and boots um and a chunky sweater and then you can wear that into spring summer obviously with your platform shoes and your drapey top let's say um but these are all things you can invest in now. Again, I always like to say shop your closet first and then look to kind of add in what you're missing or if you want to try something new, something fun. Also, don't forget, there's always inspiration on my social media. I want to uh, let you know about that. It is Wardrobe Envy. It's wardrobe hyphen N-V-E-N-V-Y on Instagram where I post lots of fun stuff, including what I'm wearing, my outfits of the day. On that note, that'll do it. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. Radio News with Lance Pride. Some of the peaceful Freedom Convoy protesters in Canada against COVID mandates by the Canadian government have been arrested. Leaders Chris Barber and Tamara Leach have been taken into custody. Tammy, a day before she was arrested, knew the repercussions for standing up for freedom. I'll probably be going somewhere tomorrow where I'll be getting three square meals a day. <laughs> and that's okay. I, um, I'm okay with that. And I want you to know that I'm not afraid. It is breaking my heart. You guys, I just want you to stay strong. Ukraine accused Russia backed separate.